Okay. Welcome to Brewskies and Housekeys. I am your host, Nick Papantanakis. Nicole Kostelecki, my co-host, is off today because we have a special guest in the house. So uh, Nick Papantanakis with Remax Alliance, forgot to mention that, and our guest today is Miss Michelle Beeson from Home Mortgage Alliance. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. Very excited to have you. Um, so Home Mortgage Alliance is uh, one of our favorite lender partners um, in, in our world of real estate, and um, we thought it would be extremely beneficial anytime, but especially right now, to, to just have you on and pick your brain. So that's what we want to do. But first, let's, let's meet you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I love beer, bikes, and been in the business for 12 years. I like it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, to be serious, Home Mortgage Alliance, I have been with them for 12 years, which has been awesome, and they are a joint venture with Remax Alliance, which we love being partnered with you guys. So it's just great to have an opportunity to tell you a little bit about it. Well, we're excited, and I know that every client that I've sent Michelle's way, it's been a very fun and easy process, which I love saying. It feels good to say that. That is good. Ultimately, the client wins when that yeah. happens. So and it's not always fun. I mean, it's not always a fun process, right? So we need to make it fun. Hundred percent. It can yeah. be stressful. So, yes. and we'll get into a lot of that as we get into our questions. But this is brewskis and housekeys. So I think we should first talk about our brewskis. Now, it's extra special today because not only do we have a guest, but we have one of our guests' favorite breweries. So tell us about. <laughs> This brewery. Yeah, Landlock Ales is on 285 in Wadsworth. Okay. And in a little industrial area. But um, honestly, we found them just because we live not too far down the road. And it's just easy and super casual neighborhood atmosphere and awesome patio, you know, the whole deal. But And um, they have some unique beers. Yeah, like a wide variety of beers don't necessarily specialize in one thing or another, but um, so it's always good. You I feel like that's more Try fun. a lot of different things. Yeah. It's right? more fun when they, they branch out or they're, you know, willing to flex the creativity a little bit. For sure. I think that's a big deal. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what we got. What are you drinking? So I have the Grenade Jumper IPA, which is one of their Sounds staples dangerous. they have all the time. Okay. And it is a juicy IPA, Ooh. which has kind of become one of my favorites. I it's, know. I wasn't an IPA fan for a long time, and then when they came out with the blood orange and the whole hazy thing, now a fan. I know I'm with you. They they are. I feel like they are can be dangerous because true. I I tend to enjoy the flavor of them, but I forget that the alcohol content <laughs> fair enough tends to be yeah, higher. It something higher. it depends. But that's, that's true. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Uh, this guy right here is uh, called the Squirrel Stash Hazelnut Amber Ale. This um, I will be completely honest. When Michelle told me what she was bringing, I looked at the squirrel stash and I said, hazelnut is one of my least favorite flavors, period, for anything. Coffee, I know I'm a weirdo, but I don't like Nutella. So no offense to Nutella, but I'm just weird like that. And so I was like, but I want to be adventurous. I want to try it. So this is a very balanced amber ale. It's got a subtle hint of that hazelnut, but it's not It's not overwhelming. I will happily drink it. Nice. So it's fantastic. Good. That and is also one of their staples. Okay. Like they have it all the time, too. And it's creative. Plus, it's got a squirrel in the can. Right. That sound you heard was our beautiful, beautiful podcast producer. Uh, and he is drinking possibly the one of the finest named beers on the planet called 
Paddle Whacker. Paddle Whacker. Paddle Whacker. Uh, I believe that's a Kolsch. That's my paddle you're whacking. Is that, is that a Kolsch you're drinking? Is that what I... It is. A nice German-style Kolsch. Beautiful. Very light and refreshing. Kolsch's, uh, I know we beat this to death, and those of you that aren't in Colorado, I'm sorry to keep bringing this up every single week, but it's just really hot, and Kolsch's taste really good when it's hot outside, so delicious beer. Um, why, why is this, you know, I mean, I know you mentioned a little bit about the atmosphere there. Is there any other thing that makes it stand out to you to go there on a... Honestly, like more so just that it's like close to home and it's just where we chill. And, you know, we kind of got into the routine after COVID of like going to golf and then going there and they've got food trucks all the time. And it was just meeting the neighbors. Super fun. You've described my perfect day. Yeah. Right. Golf and brewery. Right. I need nothing else. If I just golfed better, but that's okay. Yeah. It's a a small detail. (laughs) Right. So our topic for today obviously is the finance side of our world. We want to talk about money. Um, I think any time is a good time to talk about this. Obviously, if you are actually actively going through the buying process, very important. In fact, pivotal to talk about this. But, um, you know, with an expert in the house, we definitely want to be able to kind of, like I said, pick your brain. So do maybe a little Q&A with you and just kind of talk through some, some things that will help, you know, experienced people and experienced people navigate a little bit and maybe understand things. Fantastic. So um, question one is, what, what is, I guess, question one when, when someone's coming to talk to you about the home buying process? Honestly, right now, I feel like there's a lot of just unsure, right, in the world and what's going on with our market. So usually it is, is it a good time to buy? And my answer is always yes. It will depend on their situation, of course. But it's also... It is always yes, but then it's kind of like, but maybe it's not right now. Maybe it's six months down the road. Maybe it's a year. But it's just one of those things that you don't know that until you get enough information to make that decision. I think that's the best way to encapsulate that thought because no one can guess. No one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But no one can guess the market, right? No one can guess when it's the perfect time to buy the answer, you know, that we give is so similar. Yeah. It's right when it's right for you. And so I agree with you. Being educated helps you know when it's right for you. Yes. As much as I would love to say I have a crystal ball, it is usually broken. And so they have no idea of knowing unless they get the information. So we are lucky enough to have so many products to be able to help them creatively think about the options that they have. And a lot of times people pre-approve or qualify for more than one thing. So then it's, what is the best thing? What's the best path for you, right? And they need all that information to make a decision on whether they are buying now or selling and then buying or whatever it may be. And even as experienced buyers, you know, I think it's important to know that there are constantly new things, new products, is, as we call them a lot of times, but new new options that, that can help, you know, yeah. you navigate the, the, the process this time because it may be different next time, you know, and it, I think that's really important for people to know that and have that educated conversation. With. Yeah, the needs change. I mean, even in our market here in Colorado, like four months ago to compare it to now is very different and our needs change. And so the products have to accommodate that too. I think, and I think we'll talk a little bit about that change because I have, I have a question for you, not only on buyers, but we'll get to that. I okay. dive a little deeper. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about it. How, how early on in the process is a good time for a, a home buyer to come talk with their, their lender or talk with you? Sure. It's never too early kind of going back to that same thing is it's they need the information in order to make a decision. So just 
putting in a loan application and enabling us to be able to put together some products to go through, running their credit. You know, do we need to do anything to the credit to help them be in a better position down the road? They need that information and education to be able to do anything. And honestly, we have so many different products that allow them to lock a rate now and go under contract in three months just to give them some peace of mind. So again, it's never too early to do it. There's no obligation to do it. Beautiful thing is we have no fee to do it. And there's not a financial obligation, but it'll give you more than enough information to make a decision. If we had the technological capability for some sort of audio highlight of anything from this episode, I think talking about you can lock your rate now and go shopping. I mean, rates are a common thing. And yeah. we don't need to get too far into it because it's all over the news and everywhere else. But to be able to know what your rate is going to be and go shop right, and not have fear, I mean, come on. That- well, one of the biggest things I talk about a lot is just knowing what you're getting yourself into, right? Understanding the payment that you are getting yourself into. I run payments all the time for my buyers so that before they put in an offer, they understand what they're doing. Not even just the principal and interest, right? But there's property taxes, there's homeowner's insurance, can be an HOA, like just understanding their whole financial picture. But knowing that they've locked a rate, they've been through underwriting, they have everything ready to go, the financial piece is finished. It's hard enough to find the house. I say that all the time. Get the finance piece done so that you can go have some fun, right, in finding the house. Because it is. It's you know, we try to make it fun, but it's it can be kind of grueling. It's necessary fun. Yes. That's that's a good way to, I'm going <laughs> to go with that, maybe. Um, I think one of the things you brought up, too, I really want to touch on is um, you talked about different products that could be out there for you. What, what can you dive into that a little bit for people that might be like first-time homebuyers mm-hmm. or people that are looking for down payment, you know, that kind of stuff, down payment assistance, another one. So, yep. yeah. First, a lot of times, I mean, everybody thinks of FHA because FHA is the three and a half percent down, easy first time home buyer thing. Sure. Um, VA is amazing because you don't have to have a down payment potentially. And honestly, if you have served in the military, use it. It's fantastic. Love the loan. If it, you know, if you're short on assets, we have tons of down payment assistance programs. We, Home Mortgage Alliance, is approved for over a dozen. And so, and that sometimes specific to county, like there are all kinds of different ones for that. And so usually income restricted, but that's where, again, it's good to just talk through the pre-approval and understand what you're, you know, pre-approved for. But um, even conventional now has a 3% down product. What? So, right? So if anything, there's a product for everyone. I'm telling you. Well, and that's, and that's, I think that's probably important for people to be able to have that conversation with you and, and know, and know that, there are options. It's not this very, you know, finite little zone that you have to be in to buy a home. Correct. It's it's it should be more available, and I think that's what's great about yeah. this. Yeah. What I, is kind of sad about the market right now is I don't want people to be scared. Like I just want them to have a conversation. I'm a big fan of really. You need no less than thirty minutes. There's too much information to cover. They have a whole life, right? that then has to fit in a box, right? And they qualify for, you know, a debt to income ratio kind of thing. But there's a lot into that. There's a lot of conversation into that. And I always want them to feel comfortable about what they are getting themselves into and knowing enough to make a good decision. Well, don't kid yourself. I think it matters a lot. If I'm on the other side of that phone call, it matters a lot to me knowing that you want to know me. Sure. You know, seriously, it's, it, it is 
the um, I like to talk about the seasoned veterans in our office. Shout out to those guys. Uh, it is a relationships business, you know, and it does matter a great deal for there to be trust on both sides. That's one hundred percent what that's going to develop. Yeah, not only for sure. not only comfort but trust. Well, and this is just too hard of a transaction to do, right? It's the biggest thing you're ever really going to purchase. And if you don't have that team behind you of trusting that they've got your best interests at heart, it'd be an awful hard yes. thing to close on. I wouldn't want to do it. No, <laughs> right? thank you. So you're on the phone with that buyer. What what if if you were a buyer, what, what kind of questions should you ask your lender to kind of vet them out? For sure. Um, you know, first things first is there's really only three things you can compare. There's a lot to a transaction, right, in purchasing a home. But really, everybody thinks of rate, which is true. The fee to do a loan, I don't care what anybody says, but most lenders, most people don't work for free. Love it, but somewhere you want to make sure you kind of know what's going on there. And the person doing the loan, partly because if you don't feel like they are looking out for you and providing all the products you do qualify for or giving you the best rate that they can or whatever, it'd be awful hard to have them right in your corner and throughout the whole process. Yeah. Our market is such that between you and me and the buyer, we should be talking a lot as 100%. you go out and look. Because, I mean, they're not usually getting the first offer that they put in always, right? And so there's a lot to be said for that. We just kind of have a lot of education. But the other side of it is, you know, asking the hard questions. Ask how long they've been in the business, right? You know, what kind of products do they specialize in? What kind of availability do they have? You know, nights and weekends is a thing. Most people are working during the day and they need to go see a home on a weekend. You're telling me you'll answer your phone? I will. Answering your phone. It's one of my favorite things that people can do in this business. <laughs> and yet it's so hard to find. So thank you. That's right. lovely. For sure. Oh. And nowadays, honestly, just texting, right? I tell my buyers all the time, if it's a night and weekend, text or call myself. Because no, I'm not going to be sitting at my computer necessarily, <laughs> but it's not like you can't get a hold of me, especially to run payments. We also have several different tools. We have an app for your phone. You can run payments on, you know, so we try to make it convenient for them too, so they can, you know, help themselves too, so sure. to speak. But, um, you know, those are big questions. Also, just like how, what's your process? Like how, when I put in an offer, what are you going to do for me kind of question, right? Yeah. You know, what, what kind of follow-up do you do? Um, for example, when we put in an offer, I always like it if you CC me on the offer because I then will follow up with the listing agent, send an email with all the compensating factors to why they should choose our offer. And keep in mind, the agents are not my client, the buyers are, but 100%. they need to know that I've done my job and Home Mortgage Alliance has an on-time closing guarantee. And I want them to know that, that when we've done a pre-approval, we've put in the effort. We document everything as much as we can and run it through underwriting on some occasions, which is another question I would totally ask. Not all lenders will underwrite before you under contract. Which is a huge thing for those listening that that don't fully understand what that means. I might have you go into it a little bit more. Sure. But, but essentially when shopping, when you're a buyer going out looking, a lot of people will have that pre-approval letter in their hand, which is good. It's good to have. You need to know what who's, who's money and how much of it you're playing with. And, but being fully underwritten speeds up the actual process when an offer is accepted. Absolutely. And I may have you just maybe 30, 30 seconds sure. like pitch on how that works. But. Yeah. I mean, and everybody kind of understands that it's garbage in garbage out, right? Like you can put in an application and 
if we haven't underwritten or don't have a pay stub to support the income, we could come up against something down the road, right? So we want to document all of that. We send it into our underwriters to then verify the income and the assets so that the only thing that needs to be done is title and appraisal. Which makes you, the buyer, so much more marketable as the offer to accept. True. And we can close a lot quicker. We can close in 10 days. If we've done that, then really, honestly, the appraisal and title really are the only things. Not to mention, sometimes appraisal waivers are so much more common now than they used to be. You do have to put down 20% to be eligible for it, but that's more and more common than it used to be. And that makes it even more quicker. Yeah, and, and I think it had uh, we saw that a, a good spike of that during the time where, mm-hmm. you know, the market was still a feeding frenzy and people were going out and doing all kinds of crazy bids. But the people that were bringing more than twenty percent were the ones that were seeing it, obviously. And I think that um, I don't know. I, I don't think those. I think that's refreshing to a buyer. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it on their faces where they go, "Oh, I don't have to worry about it. That's yeah. great." And you know, it's one less thing on their on their mind on their plate. So For sure. I think that's a big deal too. So. Um, okay, so we're talking a lot about buying. We've said buying a lot, buyers a lot. Let's talk a little bit about um, how Home Mortgage Alliance can help sellers. Sure. Yeah, right now, a few months ago, we got into a product that allows the sellers to purchase before they sell their current home. Uh. It sounds like a bridge, but it's not exactly like a bridge. It's okay. a bridge-like product in that it allows a third-party company to purchase a home their new home for them in cash, then sell their home within 60 days and then buy back that new purchase from that company. It really, what it does is it enables them to use all of their equity to purchase a home. Typically, a traditional bridge will cap that at maybe like 75% of the equity. Um, And that's not something we resource. We specialize in first mortgage only. So Definitely refer that out if that's the need. But this is a particular, very specific product to someone that doesn't want to be contingent. Or maybe they just want to be able to purchase first, move in, and then get their house ready for to sell. It's right? a much greater deal of flexibility for, for sure. an individual. And sometimes convenience. Like a lot of people don't like the rigmarole of moving, right? Like the pressure, the stress, keeping the house clean, yeah. whatever the case may be. But it just a lot gives them some peace of mind, maybe to move out, then be able to do those things. So, yeah, I think I mean this is a she she mentioned bridge bridge loans, which which are a, a you know the thing that we see fairly often, and especially during the time where there was the, the feeding frenzy, you wanted to quote look like a cash buyer. Mm-hmm. Many companies have flaunted that, uh, but this this really is a an opportunity for somebody who's selling and looking to buy something else to tap into, like like Michelle said, the full amount of the yeah. equity. That's a that's a big deal. There's no other thing like that that I'm aware of. Um, no, I mean we have a bridge product also that is an option. So it's kind of one of those things. It's the same idea. Is you want to have a conversation with it, but like on your side of things, if you're talking to a seller and they need to sell. It's not a bad conversation to have because they're, again, they're not obligated by any means, but it could give them the information to kind of understand when to list the house. And that's, you know, right now it's more crucial than ever, I yeah. think, given given the way the, the market is, is kind of balancing things out, For sure. knowing when to list and how much and all that. That's another episode, but, you know, right. I mean, um, it does matter a great deal to be educated on that decision too, I think. so. For sure. Um, okay. Let's get into a really important question. Where would you say is the coolest place you have ever sipped on a cold beer in your life? 
one of the coolest places was a trip we took to Switzerland. We were in the Lauterbrunnen Valley and yeah, spent a ton of time hiking. We did some paragliding. It was pretty awesome. But um, anyway, there was a, a bar there that we just fell in love with that we would go get Polliner, which is one of our favorites anyway. And the Dunkel is up there for me. That's, I mean, that's good anytime. For sure. But if you can get it close to the source, right. I mean, come on. That's a whole different yeah. ball wax. Uh, oh. Cold and in another country. And after paragliding, as one does often <laughs> in, in their life. There's just so many beautiful things to see there. Gosh. You guys live. I, we could do a separate episode on the cool things you and your husband have done. I'm a little bit jealous. Only a little bit, though. I mean, it's, it's pretty It has cool. been fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank so you welcome. for coming on. Thank you. It's awesome, educational. I learned something. I hope you guys learned something. Uh, Michelle's contact info will be included in the episode, so please make sure you reach out to her if you have questions. Um, big shout out to Landlock Ales. Uh, if you're looking for them, they're located in Lakewood, 3225 South Wadsworth Boulevard in Lakewood, Colorado. Check them out. Thank you, Landlocked. Beer is delicious. I'm a hazelnut believer now. Um, and as always, if you know there's anything about this that struck a chord with y'all, if you guys giggled even once, or in this case, if you were educated, which I'm betting you were, uh, definitely subscribe to the, uh, the podcast. Check out the other episodes. Um, reach out to us. Give us some feedback. Like our episodes. And um, you know we know where to find us. So um, much appreciated. And cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks.